Beautiful souls, do you have a prayer request or want us to send you healing energy today? Would you like us to be praying for your friend or loved one? If this is you, go to worldslargestprayernetwork.com to submit your prayer request. And while you're there, please sign up to join our team of prayer warriors. The angels say prayer not only opens you to miracles, raises your vibration, and helps you heal, but the more you pray, the more God's presence is felt on earth. Feel your angels' love as they surround you right now, and listen for the positive, loving messages your angels intended specifically for you in today's episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. Friends, if you haven't checked it out, we have the Intuitive Kids podcast that we just launched, and we are sharing angel stories over there as well from children. So if you want to hear their stories, um, you can go over to the Intuitive Kids podcast too. Today, I'm really excited because we have Amber on the show to share her angel stories. And I just know that you're going to love and adore them. Amber, welcome to the show. Thank you, Julie. I'm so grateful to be here. Yay. Thank you for coming on. Of course. Yeah, Amber and I have been working together this year, and you shared some incredible stories with me. So I'm excited for the the audience to hear them. I'm going to have you take it away with your first story. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, about a year before the story I am going to tell, I started seeing the number 911 everywhere. I was not a spiritual person at the time, so I brushed it off as a number that I recognized as it's my dad's birthday. After a while, though, I started to notice that this felt different as I couldn't look at any set of numbers without seeing 911 somewhere. So fast forward to March 2020. I found out I was pregnant with my second child, and my husband and I were so excited and grateful. A neat synchronicity was that this baby's due date was 1122. So that was significant because my birthday is 722 and my husband is 1112. So our daughter was born on 712, a mix of my husband and I. So now this other baby is the opposite numbers mix. So unfortunately, after catching COVID, the baby was no longer developing normally and it was eventually lost. And I felt a lot of rage and anger. And for reasons more than just the due date, this did feel like a miracle pregnancy and baby. And for it to be taken away from me, I was so mad. I had a pregnancy loss previously, so I had been especially mindful to shed that fear and just be excited, and I felt almost betrayed when um, the baby was lost. So a day or two after the loss, when my daughter was taking a nap, I decided I would nap. The loss was still fresh, and I was still angry, and I just said out loud something like, why would you waste my time like this? So as I said, I laid down to sleep. Moments later, my life changed forever. Unable to describe it another way, my soul left my body. I felt pressure and almost like I was suctioned out. I was in another dimension. I saw someone that I immediately was overjoyed to see, but I don't quite know to this day who that was. I went to speak with them and I found I couldn't, but we were communicating and it was telepathic. I was following them somewhere and they had something to show me, but then... 
I just started panicking. I thought I was dying. I started to worry and communicated my fears about leaving my daughter, Daphne. She still needed me and I just couldn't die yet. Whoever it was that I was with assured me I wasn't dying, but if I wasn't comfortable, just go back. So I did. I woke up and I really thought about what I just experienced. Uh, was I losing my mind? I wasn't sure. No, I wasn't losing my mind. I think what just happened really just happened. I very nervously told my husband who gratefully didn't tell me I was crazy. He had a bit of a look of fear in his eyes, but he supported the idea of what I told him. So coincidentally, I had been reading a super attractor at the time by um, Gabby Bernstein. And I had gotten to the chapter where she shared her own fertility journey and spoke of Archangel Gabrielle being involved. In it, she explained that her sign was Lily's. Now, 24 hours prior, I was not a spiritual person, but I was reading this chapter with a different perspective. Was there an afterlife? Could there really be angels? I think I had read the chapter any earlier. I probably would have rolled my eyes or even skipped it completely and just focused on the non-spiritual aspect of manifestation. Anyhow, with a mostly open heart, I said, okay, universe, give me a lily today if I'll get pregnant again soon. I didn't think much of it. It was weird to talk to the universe in such a way, but I know what happened the day before. Something within me told me to surrender. So why not? Julie, I kid you not, almost instantly, my daughter brought me a book to read that she had received for Christmas as part of a set. It was May. We somehow hadn't gotten to this book. And it was the kind of book with a set of items to find throughout the pages. About halfway through the book in the legend of items to find, there was a blue lily, a lily. <laughs> So I almost missed making the full connection in my head, but when I did, I almost fell off the chair. The pages following were full of lilies. I was stunned, but excited. Something made me say, okay, you've got my attention. I'm going to ask for one more sign. Give me a lemon. I'm not sure why I picked a lemon, but I felt I needed to go with it. I had a tree in my yard. Um, it was a Meyer lemon tree, but it was at the end of its fruit bearing cycle. And there was only a lemon or two left that had some frost damage. They were small and they were a little sad looking. Later that day, while in my yard, my daughter brought me the most giant perfect lemon I've ever seen that definitely was not from my tree. My mind was blown at this point. So Later in the day, I felt an actual physical nudge to grab a pen and paper, and in my grandmother's handwriting, I wrote out the most beautiful messages expressing condolences for the loss of my son, and she shared that he was with her and my other family, and she said, don't worry, you're going to be pregnant by your birthday, so it was only a couple more months till my birthday. Then on July 12th, my daughter's birthday, and 10 days before mine, I found out I was pregnant with my now one-and-a-half-year-old son. So as you can see, I'm a numbers person, and it felt very special to find out I was pregnant on my daughter's birthday, but soon I realized this baby had the same due date of the pregnancy I lost before my daughter, truly bringing everything full circle. And the 911 that I had been seeing everywhere, I would later find was an angel number. When I looked up the meeting, I found it was to say 911 encourages you to pursue your life purpose and soul mission as a light worker. It tells of leadership and living life as a positive example in order to illuminate the way for others. Angel 911 is a vibration of spiritual enlightenment and awareness. That is just gorgeous. I love that you're a numbers person and that you find that validation through the numbers. So 
so what date was your second baby born on? 323. 323. Yes. Oh, that's um that's somebody very important to me's birthday. Oh, see, well. we're all connected. Yes. <laughs> Little Aries baby. I love it. Yeah. And I it was um just really comforting because I was so completely split open. If I didn't have that um the support of Archangel Gabrielle. I don't know how I would have gotten through that. I was so angry. And with the support that I knew she was there, I was able to just recognize it for what it was and um, move forward with a completely changed perspective on everything. And it's not just a changed perspective. It's a shift in energy, right? A lot of people talk about, you know, mindset shift or just that, that mindset and how much we have to change it. But when you change your mindset, you change the energy surrounding you. So when we have anger, our energy in our auric field feels like what's that kind of like brick wall that surrounds a castle yes yes this brick or concrete wall surrounding you where your energy just does not want to be hurt anymore and faint uh sorry and fear really causes us to go like a turtle within our own shell and then we wall up everything else within our energy and we our egoic mind does this subconsciously to protect us however it doesn't realize that in doing so it makes it very much harder for our spirit team to be able to get in open us up and move us forward because in order for us to be manifesting to be in abundance what we have to do is have an open heart and what that open heart energetically feels like is no wall around us i mean just openness openness um there might be a slight thin veil that we all keep right like i have a protective barrier that i put up that feels very, very thin, like mesh, like I'm in this huge mesh bubble. And I pray every morning, God, please remove from my energy what's not serving me. Um, Please allow me to be protected and only allow people who are for my highest good and the highest good of all to come into my path. And as we do this, that energetic mesh that we're putting up isn't a wall right it's just um it's just thin where stuff can still come in and go out it's an intent right it's not a wall it's not a barrier and so your heart really has to be open to abundance to blessings and this is something that the angels have been wanting to bring through on this podcast um that i haven't talked about a lot before The way that I work with angels is different from how other people work with angels. And there is no right or wrong way of working with angels. Yes. 
working with angels, working with spiritual matters is often like going to an art museum. Okay, so you can go and and you have a ton of art behind you, right? So you and I could be looking at that piece of art behind you and you see one thing and get one message from it, but I get something completely different. And that's how art works. Um, Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? Art is in the eye of the beholder. You get what you need from it. In the same way, people work with angels differently working with angels is in the eye of the beholder and so some people work with angels like i do with the book that i wrote and how i talk about all the different archangels and the cherub angels and the seraphim angels and they work with them based on their roles and responsibilities right and the way that the angel wants to work with you other people work with angels and there are angels that are surrounding all of us that are more topically based so there are angels of blessings there are angels of abundance there are angels of strength there are angels of hope there are angels that are trying to draw our energies away from fear into an open expansiveness that really truly is our soul's energy right god is open god is expansive and so they're drawing us into that and so the angels are saying to bring this through today because if you feel like lord god i just need angels of strength right now call for angels of strength and if you need angels of blessings right now call on angels of blessings, call them and draw them into your life. They will work with you in the same way that the archangels, the cherubs, the seraphim do, because all angels are working to draw us out of the egoic mind, fear-based old realm of energy here on earth and in order to draw us into a heaven on earth they have to bring us into that openness that we were just talking about and that's what this is all about so anybody listening can call on angels of whatever it is that they need in their life right now angels of miracles angels of health Friends, what if there was nothing stopping you from becoming abundant to the max in all things? Finances, time, nothing was holding you back from becoming your healthiest, happiest, most financially abundant self yet. Friends, thanks to our annual and monthly angel members, we've been able to grant over $100,000 in partial scholarships so that souls who want access to life-changing teachings in the angel membership have that opportunity. And we have more partial scholarships to give. Don't let your egoic mind tell you that you're not worthy because the angels and I are here telling you, you are worthy. This is your year. But I can't help you get where you're going if I'm not working with you in one of my programs. Become an angel member now. 
go to theangelmedium.com, then the Angel Membership tab to sign up. If you need a scholarship, let us help you. Scroll to the bottom of the Angel Membership page and click the link for partial scholarship options. Links are in the show notes. And thank you. Thank you for coming together as a community. Thank you for contributing what you can each month. And thank you for helping us reach hundreds of deserving souls with life-changing teachings in the Angel Membership this year. This is going to be your best year yet. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It was so beautifully put. And I almost feel like you channeled that for me personally. (laughs) That was so on point for something I needed to hear today. So thank you for that. Yay. Yay. Um, while you're here, I want to dive into one more thing. Sure. And that was um, your experience, because I don't feel like you were being drawn like your soul out of your body when you had that projection. I, I really feel like it was for you to get a taste of the other side. And like I've talked about before, having a visitation dream on the other side where I, I was positive, like this is my home in heaven. This is my home on the other side. And I loved how you talked about encountering someone you knew you knew, but you did not recognize because when I went home to my home on the other side in this dream, it was filled with all of these faces and these people that I cannot recall. Yes. But I know, like, I know, like, like I was running up to some of them and hugging them and kissing them and like, um, just greeting them with such love and warmth and reverence. Like I've missed them for so long. Yes, that is exactly how it felt. And I am like, but when I came back, I'm just like, who was that? I don't, I don't think that was my grandma. (laughs) That was someone else. Who was that? So yes, 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 but I was so, I, my body knew who they were and it was really a beautiful moment. And I, I'm curious, I know everything happens how it needs to happen, but I really, in my head was like, I'm leaving my, I can't leave my daughter. So I, um, I got what I needed out of it, but I love that there's more. Yes. So let's open people's consciousness to this because um, there are people who want to have astral travel experiences. There are people who want to have projection experiences where their soul is kind of projected out of their body. And I think one of the things to understand is that you are conscious while you're having this experience. I was me. I, and it was my thoughts and I was trying to speak, but I realized I didn't have a, like a throat and a voice box, but I was fully communicating. And that's what like blew my mind. It's incredible. So one of the first things that the angels are saying is breathe, right? Even when you're in that moment, the soul breathes and they're kind of bringing through something new that I have never seen before, but this is really exciting. You know how when you go into the doctor and the doctor's listening to your heart and you hear like the thump, thump, yes. thump, thump, the body breathes, the body breathes in and expands and then breathes out and contracts. And 
the angels just said the soul breathes the soul almost like the rays of energy expand and then the rays of energy contract in a breathing motion if that wild makes sense i know i've never seen this before and so they said during your projection or if you ever have a visitation dream they said breathe just breathe focus on your breath in and out and just lengthen that inhale and exhale and then they said the second thing that's most important is to ask am i going back (laughs) because if you know you're going back um to earth to live you know to finish out your life then you relax into what needs to be shown instead of wanting to escape what needs to be shown. So it's funny you say that it happened a few more times after I was pregnant and because I was pregnant, it was freaking me out (laughs) because I'm like, is my energy leaving my body going to mess with this baby somehow? I didn't know. I I didn't know what was going on. This was still the beginning. So I asked, I said, stop. I said, I, I, while I'm pregnant, back off a little bit. Cause I just need this baby to develop normally. I, I just, I'm not comfortable with this. And it actually happened again the other night, just a few days ago. And I want to say it was Archangel Metatron. And he, he just kept checking in. He's like, are you okay with this? Come, you know, kind of like, come with me, come with me, but Art, show me you're okay with this. And it was amazing. And, um, he ended up showing me some things. I want to say we went down an Akashic record path, but um, that's besides the point. It was really neat to see that I feel like they knew I was nervous about it, but I was open to it. And I, because you're, like you said, I knew I was coming back. I was open to the experience. And it's the first time that that had happened since I asked them to stop. Wow. Yeah. So, so in that second experience, I'm feeling into your energy and your energy seemed like so much more relaxed. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I had been expressing like, okay, guys, you know, if you want to help me have that happen again, I'm open to it now. Yeah. That's (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Amber, did you have another story that you wanted to share? I do. And this one is, um, I'm actually really excited to share because it is, I feel relatable during the times. It's a story about how my angels helped me navigate the crazy housing market and how I was able to buy my first home. So I have chills even just beginning to think about this story. It was such a, I couldn't have done it without them. So I will jump in. I wrote it down so I wouldn't miss any details. Um, Okay, so I live outside of Sacramento, which experienced an insane housing boom as a result of Bay Area residents moving out of the city during and after COVID. I saw house prices in my neighborhood practically double in a matter of months. I was feeling more and more discouraged at ever being able to afford a home but I never lost faith in my manifestation practices and the power of God and the miracles gifted to us. I told myself I would know when it was time. It would be a fast, easy process. I will find a house under budget with the big kitchen, the yard where I can see the kids playing and a garden. I told myself this every day for months. 
I never lost sight of the feelings of our new house and emphasis on the fast, easy process. It finally came time I knew it was time to move. I felt it in my bones. The house I passed every day dropping my kids off at daycare came up for sale, and I was excited thinking, this is it. This is the house. I asked the angels for a sign if it was the house or if I should just hit the brakes, so to speak. I was driving and trying to think of yes and no signs. So I decided water for no and champagne for yes. Easy enough, you know. Well, as soon as I declared that that was my sign, I had to slam on my brakes and I saw a plumbing truck. Then the song, When It Rains, It Pours, came on and it was on a radio station called The River. Some message received, that's not our house. So um, I just thought that was really cool, real time feedback. So feeling, I was grateful for that, but I was feeling a bit of hopelessness creep in as I really could not compete with the cash offers grossly over asking price coming in from the Bay Area. So I decided, okay, we'll get a new build. Um, That's how we'll get our house. So we booked a viewing and my husband and I were very excited. It was the day before the showing of these new builds. And again, I asked my angels for a sign for yes and no. This time I picked numbers 86 for no and 91 for yes. And I'm not exaggerating when I say my car was suddenly surrounded by cars with license plates ending in 86. Now I didn't know what to do because my husband was totally on board for a new build. And I couldn't just say I saw the number 86 on a license plate. We can't buy it. So we still went to the appointment the next day. And on the way there, I very nervously told my husband the story of the numbers. And I said, I just don't think this is the right situation for us. My husband is open but he is still skeptical about some things. So we looked at the houses, they were slightly over budget. We could make it work, things would be tight, but we could make it work and it would be a guaranteed house. My husband was getting more and more excited over the model homes and I just was kind of developing this feeling of dread because I would have to break it to him that I I can't move forward. The agent showing us the houses invited us to uh, on our own, go check out a house that was in process of being built. So it wasn't, the walls were up and and things were up, but it wasn't nearly close to done. So we walked through the front door and spray painted on the floor was a giant 86. The look in both of our eyes was completely priceless. It was absolute shock. Then as we moved through the house into the kitchen, there was a big window and outside the window, there was a construction billboard with the phone number, but the only number is visible from where we were standing from the whole phone number was 86. So I know if 86 were not on the floor, we would have bought that home, been a little unhappy, but believing it was our only option. So maybe a week or two later, I logged into Zillow and was checking out the houses and that had become a daily ritual, but this time I had to do it on my computer. My laptop or my, um, the iPad was dead. So I logged on my computer And a house popped up. It was just listed that day with an open house for that day. It was under budget. And the only reason I even saw this house was because my iPad was dead. I had my search settings saved. So because I logged into my computer, I had no search settings. I wouldn't have even seen this house. We went to the open house and we fell in love. I knew immediately that this was the house I was working to manifest. We asked the realtor to represent us as well as the buyers, and she did agree. The day after our offer was accepted, I got notification that our rent was going up $600 a month. The timing could not have been more perfect. 
I got to give our move out notice and we closed on our house in less than 30 days, way under budget on the house of our dreams in the smoothest home buying experience ever. And because I'm a numbers person, I have to add, we signed everything for closing on April 22nd, which is uh, my father-in-law who's on the other side. It's his birthday. It felt special and it felt like he was with us. We got our keys and we did the walkthrough and I thank the agent for representing us. And she mentioned that she actually never represents buyers unless they're friends or family. But she said, when I took this house on, I told my friend whose husband was going through chemo that I would split my commission with her. I never represent buyers, but I was so grateful to represent you to have more money to give my friend. So it really worked out for both of us. She said it so casually, but it hit me so hard. This really was God and the angels at work. And I just wanted to share this story as a story of hope for others feeling frustrated or even hopeless over the housing market. Our angels really are with us and anything is possible with God. That's incredible. So your like miracle house story ties into a miracle (laughs) for somebody else and a blessing for somebody else. Yes. Wow. Wow. I love it. And those numbers too. When you see numbers, um, I always go over to Joanne Sacred Scribe number index. Is that the tool that you use too? Yes. Isn't it always spot on? I don't know how, but yes. (laughs) I know. It's so wild because um, numbers are a, a big way that angels can communicate. Before we bought our house, about six months before I started seeing the number of our house everywhere and we weren't planning on moving, but I just kept seeing this four digit number just everywhere. Like, what is this? What is this? What is this? And my spirit team was like, it's not time for you to know yet. (laughs) I love that they'll do that. (laughs) I know. I know. It's like they have blessings and miracles and surprises planned for us so far in advance because they know what's coming but it isn't time you know divine timing there really is a magic to it right and i think when you just stay in the energy of excitement and mystery and anticipation and good things are coming and i love how you said at the beginning of your story that you kept telling yourself that i'm gonna have the perfect house with the perfect kitchen and i'm gonna you were clearing the energy of fear within your space you were clearing the energy to bring in openness, abundance, expansion, and you did the work. I mean, like that was the work that needed to yes, be done. Yes. You did it. You cleared it energetically and what was to be yours was able to come in, um, which is just Awesome. It was, awesome. 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 It was just everything. You know how you say, you know, like, you know, like, you know, we, get, we yeah. like stepped one foot in this house and was like, yep, this is it. And I never even, there was a million offers on it and ours wasn't even the highest one and they picked us. So I just, it was meant to be. And I, I felt it. I knew it. I believed in it. I surrendered to the trust and it just was beautiful. And then to just casually find out on the last day that somebody else greatly benefited from it was just 
everything to me. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Um, Amber, you and I have worked together over the last year in the Angel Reiki School. You and I have been working together over there. Um, and I know that you have just some feedback and and maybe things that you want to share with the yes. community. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I want to share this. Um, it's a little, I, I don't know, vulnerable, but I, if someone can take it, it's worth sharing this. So, um, okay. So what do I want to say? Basically, I'm, I'm just going to read this after the birth of my son, I had to go back to work. It became physically obvious that I'm not serving my purpose at my current career. Spirit led me to your podcast and I was able to binge it at work. It helped me cope with being there. It made the day go by a little easier. You weren't doing readings at the time, but I remember thinking, you know, wow, what a blessing it would be to have a reading with you. Meanwhile, you had released your book and I bought it right away and I just completely blazed through it. I loved it. I recommend it to all. And then finally, there was a day that I received an email that you were doing readings again. And I thought, oh my gosh, I booked immediately without, before I could talk myself out of it. I was so excited and grateful. And to talk about the knowing again, I knew that the reading would give me insight to what my purpose really is. So, um, after my awakening, so to speak, I felt it in my heart that I did have mediumship abilities, but my head doubted it. After my reading with you, you gave me the confidence to believe in myself that, yes, I am a messenger. You did not tell me I was. You gave me the tools for me to find it for myself, and then you helped confirm it. I am so grateful for that. My awakening was such a personally confusing time, and I honestly was just looking for being told what to believe, and you would not do that. I would later realize through your program, I am not here to be told what to do, guided and helped, sure, but not told. And it just feels so much sweeter to know that I figured this out for myself with help, of course, but no one ever told me what to do. Every action I took is because I decided to. So something in my heart told me to sign up for the Angel Reiki School on the spot. So I did it before I could talk myself out of it. In the middle of buying the house, moving with a one and three-year-old, I took the angel Reiki school and, um, to quote you again, it was a, you know, like, you know, like, you know, moment, it wasn't easy. And there was a time I wanted to quit. I even emailed you expressing frustration with myself. And it was a bit of a pity party. And you responded the, in the exact way I needed. I again was looking to be told, you know, don't quit Amber stay. You got this. But instead you said something more gentle along the lines of, I hope you don't quit. So here I am pouting that my development is not looking like the other people in my class. And I was not being told what to do, but I was being given a choice of, um, given a choice to make. I decided to stay. And after that day, things began to just completely take off for me. I had taken a few development courses and even the Usui Reiki, but nothing pulled me out of my comfort zone like your class did. And I am sharing this for everyone out there that just feels that nudge but also has a lot of egoic chatter. Listen to that nudge because having the courage to do that changed my life. Other developmental classes, I was kind of able to hide and I never was really pushed to develop. Your program pushed me to develop. It gave me everything. I. It also gave me everything I needed to know to start my business, which I am currently in process of. When I got to the lesson on starting the business, it was almost a surreal feeling like, am I really doing this? It was such valuable content to be given that I am forever grateful for. So now I'm in the stage of committing to my development um, 
knowing that I have the tools for success. It was actually during auto writing a couple of weeks ago, my angels told me to reread your book now that I finished the angel Reiki school and that I am close to launching my business. I am further developing my relationships with the angels and truly feeling in my heart that what I'm doing is my purpose. I would never have this feeling of fulfillment and purpose without you, Julie. And I just have to express gratitude for everything you've put into the world, even your new kids podcast. My now four-year-old talks about spirits and angels and her grandpa, Bob, my father-in-law who passed before I even met my husband. So therefore she's never met. I cannot wait for her to listen to it with me. There is no way I can ever go back to a life without a belief in God and the angels. And I am just forever grateful for your role in that. And my skeptical husband, he is starting to see angel signs and numbers. And he is, he'll text me every time he sees one, 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 one. That's what he's saying <laughs> a lot of right now. So, oh my goodness. Sorry. I had, I had to write it all out because I didn't want to miss anything, but Julie, your angel Reiki school, it was amazing. And I've taken multiple development classes and nothing helped me develop like yours. Oh, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> um, well, and let's share with people too, because I, I do push people out of their comfort zone, but I, I don't feel like I throw people into the deep end. Never. And I know that's not what you were saying, Never. but I just want people to know it's like a gentle inch by inch moving people forward. It definitely was. And the way you have it set up to develop, you have it perfectly lined out with, you know, this many volunteers, you know, each week there's it's all laid out in the program in such a safe way um, for me who just I um, I had a really hard time breaking out of my shell and then finally like it was probably the last week like the you know the last set and I finally took off after that and I, it was uncomfortable but growth is uncomfortable and it is just so valuable to me knowing that um I stayed on my own terms I stayed because I chose to stay and I thank you for that I thank you for not feeding it to me and I thank you for letting me explore that and find that oh you're so welcome <laughs> and um we have a new workbook in there too like if you go back into the curriculum there's a new workbook and um I think I had it in your cohort too but what I did was actually break down in detail even further the roadmap of how you get to um, making, and it's not about money. We go through this in the course. It's all about intention because what I say is intention is like fuel in a car. If your intention is not right, there is no fuel in that car. That car is not going to go but your intention is always the max benefit of serving humanity yes. and every individual person that you work with. And that's like putting fuel in your car that just makes your car go and, and God is just going to move mountains for you. But you also have to be able to put food into your children's <laughs> house and food on the table and clothe them and put a roof over their head. And so what I give people in the course is a roadmap of how to make over $150,000 a year within the first two years of doing the business. And the other thing that we recently put into the program too is 
there are some people now leaving the program who have a clientele already built up. I am showing people how to build a clientele as you go through. I think people who go through a program who are not taught this from day one in a program are very much kind of behind the ball, right? Um, You need to know how to get a clientele. And I think there are so many people that that is their biggest fear, right? And it really stems from a place of perfection. Like they just want to be the best that they can for that clientele. But your clientele learns and grows with you as you learn and grow. For example, I think I'm going to put this in the podcast when we do like the wrap up for the year and the beginning of the next year. The podcast has been going since 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. It's been going for four years. There's over 400 episodes. And who I am today is a completely different person than who I was when I started this podcast in February 2019. And I listened to some of the earlier episodes, not that they're bad. Everybody always is like, we love the podcast. I went back, I listened to every episode, but I cringe at some of the things that I said along the way because I'm so different today than I was back then. Like, for example, I've struggled with my body and my like just weight so much and just I'm one of those people who fluctuates like I have to keep three sizes in my closet because you know it just fluctuates from month to month and year to year and and I talked about myself in a negative way I think like on the podcast and I didn't mean to kind of put that out into the world because I love myself so much and I love my body and I'm so grateful for how much my body has gotten me through and and there are so many healers out there who feel like they have to be through every single development course, they have to have gone through everything, they have to know everything, they have to have read every single book, listened to every single podcast, gone through every course before they're perfect enough to work with clients. And what Spirit always tells folks in the Angel Reiki School is, if your clients coming to you are at A, B, C, and D, and you're at XYZ in the alphabet. There is too much disconnect of information between where you're at and where your clients are. They they can't understand what you're trying to get to because you're too far ahead. Okay. Does that make sense? And so what I try and tell people in the Angel Reiki school is that if you're at J-K-L-M, and your clients are at A-B-C-D, or if you're at E-F-G and they're at A-B-C-D, just being two, three steps ahead and holding your hand back and really wanting to draw souls into the knowledge that you know bring people into consciousness more, bring people into presence, bring people into oneness. 
you don't have to be 20 steps ahead. You just have to put in the work and start teaching, start building that clientele. So the people who do come through the Angel Reiki School, I'm teaching them how to build that clientele. And I had somebody reach out over the summer and they were like, I have a a list. They were leaving the Angel Reiki School. They have a list of over a thousand people's names and email addresses that they have built up through the tools and the tips that I had given them in the program. They're they're starting their business with an email list of a, a thousand people. That's huge. And I want to say that's not a unique story because the way you have it set up and the way you teach us to do that, I know I personally left with the list and I have a friend who went through the Reiki school a month after me and she couldn't keep up with her list, you know, you know, <laughs> word spreads and spirit helps. And they, I believe they bring you who you need to see, you know, and I just feel like it's important to share. That's not a unique story of the one person who left with your list. We all are leaving with our lists because of the content in the program. Yeah. And it, it's so beautiful to see so many people taking the information in there and just running with it. It is unique to the Angel Reiki School. I have to say, I was working with one of my coaches recently and they've looked in the Angel Reiki School, they've gone through everything and they said, no one lines it up, Julie, the way that you do. Nobody lines it up where you know how to build a clientele, where you know how to reach a certain price point to be able to make this a stable business for your family. Yes. And something else that I thought was somewhat profound is um, going through other, you know, Reiki modalities. It's a little more strict. And with the angel Reiki, you started off by saying, you said something, you know, healing is going to start looking differently because there's going to be so many different kinds of healers stepping up at this point. So don't judge yourself. If you, the way what flows for you, it doesn't look like what somebody else is doing. And that is what I needed to hear. I needed to hear that there can be some uniqueness and individuality to this. And I never heard that before your program. Yeah. The rigidness in other programs and that there's a lot of rigidness too in mediumship programs. When you come through the angel Reiki school, you're learning mediumship. You're learning how to work with angels. You're learning how to develop your intuition to the max and you're learning energy healing and the language of the universe. And so when you go through, whether it's a mediumship program or a traditional Reiki program um, that is very, very strict and rigid, it does not allow the healer to develop their skills because they're reliant on the systems of the program. And that is the exact opposite the angels say of what intuition really is and what healers really need healers really need to know how to rely on their own intuition because just like we were talking about today when i'm like seven years into my journey and spirits showing me something i've never seen before with they say the soul breathes right well If you are learning something new from spirit and spirit is through so many different healers bringing through so many different topics that need to be talked about that haven't been touched on yet. If you feel like you have to stay within a system, 
I do this and then I do this and then I do this. And then the rigidity of that does not allow you to work with spirit in the way that they need to be working with you. So that's one of the reasons too, that they even channeled the angel Reiki school. Yes. I would say that was really well put because I felt like the rigidness of it absolutely blocked any kind of flow for me personally. I know it works for some people, but it did not work for me. So, you know, another reason why the Angel Breaking School was such a blessing. Yay. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Amber. I love you so much. And you're cool. Thanks again for having me. (laughs) You're so welcome. Um, friends, if you have angel stories, if you want to be on the show, please share them with us. You can go over to theangelmedium.com and submit your angel story today. You can also go to the show notes below for the direct link to share your angel story. Beautiful soul, thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are around you right now, who's connecting with you, and what messages they have for you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a session. You can do a reading with me or a member of my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the very best they can to support you and guide you to your best life. If this sounds like you, virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to get clients. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com or DM me on Instagram at angelpodcast with any questions. Before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love is right in front of you. Step into that love and feel it as it fills your body, chakras, and auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you.